Hallelujah. I want to do something a little different this morning, I mean, tonight. We'll have a couple of testimonies in a little while, but before we get there, uh, you know, last night, during the night, uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, be, began, uh, it kind of woke me up a little bit, began to, I was teaching last night, you know, in my, I thought I was in my sleep, but it really wasn't because when the Holy Spirit started talking to me and gave me a scripture that, to meditate on, I knew that was Him, you know, and I couldn't wait to wait to get up in the morning. I, I should have just got up and went started writing notes, but I didn't. I went back to sleep. But but every now and then, every few seconds, He would give me another another word, you know. And so I knew that, that that's probably what we wanted me to t- uh, teach you guys this morning, or or exhort you with this, you know, because this is, this wasn't my lesson. I already had my lesson planned, but but uh, anyway. Um, Here's, here's what he, he sort of shared with me uh, last night, you know. Uh, before, before anyone came to this building, even us, before we even started the, the church, you know, uh, the, the first time that you ever walk into a place, you know, usually is, the reason is because, because uh, someone told you. Someone told you a testimony or someone told you about what happened to them. And that's why the word tells us to go to be witnesses, to go and tell someone, you know, don't keep it to yourself, you know. And in this church, a lot of y'all are doing that now. Not only you testify, and we all hear you, and and people hear you on YouTube and all that live, uh, but you go out on the streets and you go tell what God did for you, and 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 that's what people want to hear, you know. And then some said, you know, some tell you, I saw God last night, and they can't understand what you just said. You know, man, I saw, I saw, I saw the Holy Spirit. I was Jesus last night, and and some say the Holy Spirit touched me last night. You know, and and, and others others say I got healed last night. You know, after after you go, I mean, if you go on a Wednesday service and you go on Thursday, that's what you're saying to. Hopefully, that's what you're saying to your coworkers, people you come in contact with, because see, they need to hear that because you heard that. You know, they need to hear. Uh, what you're telling them. Because remember, faith is the substance of the things hoped for. And the, and the word that God kept giving me last night is substance. You know, the substance. Because a lot of times we have never understood. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, you're, and, and, and you just say it, but, you know, really, when you finally understand what that means. You know, uh, for those that saw God... He was this, the the substance for them last night. Was they they wanted to see God. They wanted to, they saw it in the spirit. I mean, and and they wanted that. That was the substance that they had been hoping for. I mean, if I could just see what they're talking about, you know. And 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 for those that uh, you know, for those that got healed, uh, he, the healing was their substance. You know, faith is a substance of the things you hope because they came they came hoping for a healing. So tonight, I hope, I hope some, one of you, you got to come in hoping for something. That's what I hope for, you know. And then your substance appears. A miracle was uh, that someone got, I got a miracle. Well, that was their substance. You know, you, you always come to church with hope in your heart, always. Always come with hope expecting something that you're looking for, you know. And we all have something that we're looking for, you know. Uh, that... Uh, are you getting it? You know, Hebrews 11.1 1 tells us in the Living Bible, uh, I don't know if you have the Living Bible, but if you could put it up there, and, and, and then Hebrews 11.6 in the Living Bible. Uh, do you have that? You don't have the Living Bible? Oh, man, you know. Mm. All right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, it's worse different than, than, uh, than King James, you know. Uh, maybe you can put it on the amplified. It might be the same, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, it is. It is a. It is the faith is. You know. So so the question that we're gonna have to like um, that I'm asking like, what is faith? And that's what the, that we, when the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. What is faith? You know. You know. It, it is a confident assurance that something that we want is going to happen. So when you come to church, faith is an assurance, something that's going to happen. But listen to this. 
It always takes a person to tell you what happened to them when they attended the Power of Love Church. Because nobody came here because all of a sudden the Power of Love Church appeared in front of your face. No. But, but someone told you, your sister, your brother, your brother-in-law, your, you know, your friends, and then you said, man, I, I, I got I to gotta go there. Because every time you see or you hear testimony like tonight, you're going to go, man, you know, you should have listened to this testimony. And so then, then, when they, then they'll start coming just to check you out, you know. And then they're never the same once they, once they come here. But it always takes a person to tell them. That's why God needs you. You are the voice, you know. Thank you, my Father. Hallelujah. Who's getting it? Some come sick. And got healed. Get healed here. Others came one way and left a, a changed man or a changed woman. Who came hungry tonight? Yeah. You, you got to come expecting the substance that you've been hopeful to appear to you tonight. See? Before I get uh, uh, to the nice lesson, as I always do, you know, the, the reason I wanted to do this is because it's, that's what testimonies are all about. That's what people come and get right with God, you know. So I'm going to call the, my first testimony is Narda. And Narda's been in the church a long time. But, but yet, uh, two weeks ago, she came up for a reason. And, and, and her substance was a healing, you know. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. She was hoping for a complete healing. And she'll explain everything. Yes. Hello. Everybody knows me. I'm the, the wiser one of the all families. <laughs> But I did want to testify the goodness of God, what he did for me, you know. I've been dealing with a, a wrist, you know, from typing because I work in administration and I've been doing it for a long time. And I keep getting these sharp pains really bad in my wrist. And I'm like, in the name of Jesus, I commend you to get well, you know. And I keep speaking to it and I said, you know, and, and you, you hear the, the people talking, oh, you know, I had a surgery. I'm like, reject you know, I don't receive that because I know what the word of God says pertaining to my life. And that's not, that's not, pain doesn't pertain to me. Healing pertains to me. So I'm going to receive my healing. So I came expect to see, I'm like, oh, in the name of Jesus, all the way home. Because it was a long drive, you know, from Harvey Airport all the way to Humble. I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to let the elders of the church pray for me. And I'm going to receive my healing. Three weeks ago, I came for, 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 uh, for a prayer, and let me just tell you, it tried to come back the next day, but I said, thank you, Lord, that I received my healing. And let me tell you, I haven't had a pain since, and I give all the glory to God. You, um, let me just tell you, he has been done amazing things in my life, and I'm never going to doubt. I'm going to receive everything that he has for me, whatever he says in the word of God pertaining to me in the name of Jesus, and I thank you. And today is my son's eighth birthday. And I saw a picture of that big old cake they had in front of me. And I said, man, that, that looked good, you know. Hallelujah, you know. So see, everything that she just told you, if she goes out and tells that to, to the co-workers, people out there, she becomes a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. So he, he rewarded her. First of all, because he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. The minute that she said, no, I'm not doing it. I'm going to the, uh, the elders of the church. I'm going to go have them pray for me. That, that he, She diligently made a decision. And, and, the, and the Bible says that he is a rewarder. So, okay, he, you, that's, you get your reward. Now, now, he also said, I'm going to make you a witness. You know, because that's how we bring in more people to heaven. You know, we are the, the vessels of God. And so she goes out and gets us. Somebody just is hurting at that moment. Man, I got to go check this out, you know. see, Because you know, first they don't believe, you know. but They, they don't have the faith yet, but they want to see it. And then they come and then they see other people. And then they, they, you know, some of them come slowly up here later, you know. Like they're the last ones to come up even after the we've been praying for people. Because then they say, okay, I'm going to go up. And then, and then, boom, you know, faith, their faith, because God gives everybody a measure of faith, you know. Faith grows by hearing the word of God, but everybody comes in with a measure of faith, because that's what God said, I'll give everyone a measure of faith. Faith enough to, 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 to believe for the substance that they've been hoping for. Man, hallelujah. Uh, let's see, who, who was my other person? 
Okay. They gave me a list and I lost it. What? Oh. <laughs> All right. And I can't even read the name. Yulin? <laughs> Yulin? Okay. Okay, come on. The, the letters are so tiny. I call her so 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 she 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 came to me last last time I wanted to testify you know the young the young uh, uh, my daughter the, said she's gonna testify next to my baby. Oh, where is she? That's the well, that's the one I was expecting. No, I didn't know you. I mean, I know you. You asked me a while ago that you wanted to. No, but but yeah, she's the one that touched my heart last week because she came up to me. And said, I want to testify, you know, so, but, hey, but don't go nowhere, you know, that she's, she's going to, she's going to, have her sit right here. How loud do, how loud do I have to be on the mic? How loud? Okay, so right now it's my first time. I don't really know how to do this. Um, I'm sorry if I mess up. <laughs> um, so I was going to talk about today about how I had worldly desires. Um, I liked to do like bad stuff whenever I had worldly desires. And God, he did show me favor a lot. And I don't think I really appreciated it and realized it and noticed it. And he's done so much for my family. My my mom, she's got out a lot of stuff. And my brother, he's been doing really good. Um, my stepdad, he had um, COVID. And my mom turned to Jesus at that moment. And it's really changed my life coming to this church also. <laughs> and um, I think this... This church has done a lot for me. It really has shown me, like, the power of love. <laughs> um, I think growing up, I didn't really appreciate my mom much. Um, and I wanted to tell you I love you a lot. <laughs> and I really do appreciate all the people at this church, especially Sarah. Sarah is one of my friends. And she has done so much for me. She's put me through so much, in a good way, of course. But um, she's helped me through a lot. And I just really want to thank her and Jesus and my mom. No, wait, wait, wait. Most of, most of all, you want to thank God, the Holy Spirit, right? Because what you, you were doing some things that you weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah. What were you doing? Um, I had a lot of worldly desires. I was, um, I was sneaking around. I was, um, I was doing drugs at first and coming to his church helped me realize that I don't need those. And, and, and you, when you told me you were smoking at that young age, you were smoking? Yes, I was. Can you imagine that? But yet, because... Her substance was deliverance, and she came. She came here, and she got delivered. She got set free. It just it it blows me away. So young, you know, when she told me those things. But see, the Holy Spirit changed you, and you'll never go to the world again. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching her life. Fill her with yourself inside. Thank you that she will always walk with God. And no matter what happens, the end will be there in heaven with him. In Jesus' name, thank you, my Father. Hallelujah. Man, now this was this testimony is powerful, also, you know. But see, we got to give God the glory. Yeah. 
and, and, and don't take it for granted. Every church doesn't do this. I mean, people go to church for 20, 30 years and, and never change. They still, you know, when they, some people leave churches, denominational churches, and go to the bars or go, to, go, go out to eat, and you see them, they're popping up beer bottles and wine, you know. I mean, that's just the lifestyle. But not when you come here because the Holy Spirit changes you. Changes you to reject anything that's not of God. Hallelujah. She got a major miracle. Okay, first I wanted to start off by saying, you know, I'm not perfect. None of us are. I serve the Lord, and I continue to serve him, and I serve him more through my trials. And I never, never, never forget what he did for me. Yeah, I backslid, but that was just two minutes. But it made me stronger. My brother's here. I don't know if y'all know him. His name's Victor Estrada. I used to go to Jesus is the Way ministry. The Lord used me in mighty ways. I served God and was faithful in church for 10 years. My dad passed, and I just lost it. But I'm back now. That's what matters. And there's nothing back there for me. Now get into the powerful part. Nobody knew that I was on my couch for six months. I have family, but don't have family. I know some of y'all might understand. So I was diagnosed with a brain disorder and severe grandma seizures. Supposedly is a genetic or generational curse, whatever. But I don't receive it. God's healed me from cancer. He's healed me from COVID twice. And he's healed me from a brain disorder and seizures. Today, it's done. I don't doubt it. I'm not a doubting Thomas. I might be a backslider, but I don't doubt. So, again, my name is Eulalia. You can call me Lali. And I just thank God and I glorify God because he's always confirming. He confirms everything, and he's done it right now and today. And, yeah, our life was, you know, full of drugs and everything, but there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing, 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 nothing that could fill you like God. There's there's nothing that can just, you're like, well, I don't need no more. Just God and I miss this. If y'all would know me back then, I wish this, like I tell my sister, only if you were with me when you seen me on fire, but I brought her to church one day. And she remembers today, you know, it's beautiful because when I used to pray and call on God, because only if y'all knew all of our family are destroyed from drugs, but I declare I don't give up one at a time. I know God is an orderly God, and he takes his time, and they're, they're, they're coming. I see it. It's not, you know, it's by faith, and, and that's what I have, and I thank God that through the storm, he was always there. And many would be like, well, how would you do that? Why would you call? Because that's what he wants to see when you're really, really in the pit. Would you call out on him? Or would you continue just going and going and going? Your battery's going to run out, but his don't. And I just thank y'all, you know, for giving me this moment. And, you know, I just, I'm grateful because my sister, she was like a pothead, like a real, real pothead. <laughs> like dedicated and to see her you know leave it like nothing I just praise God and he does it and he's gonna do it with each and every one of y'all's family it's a curse and it depends on if you break it or not thank y'all now, I'm going to tell you something tonight. I want you, 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 you have a notebook? You're going to take notes? Uh, She's going to give you a notebook. Every time you come to church, you bring a notebook and you take notes because on Wednesday nights is teaching night. And, and you will never say again, I'm not perfect because uh, the, 
you received Jesus as your Lord, right? And he, and he came to live in you. The Holy Spirit's in you. And then what are imperfections in there? If the, if, if, if the Holy Spirit's in you, which is perfect, and Jesus is perfect, then what makes you not perfect? Since it's not you. Yeah, but he's, he, he's in you. Listen to this. Listen to this. That's why you got to take notes. You know, tonight is a special I'm going to teach you that in that round. You are Jesus. When people see you, they see Jesus. But then you need to have the faith to understand and believe that that's what he told you. And if he told you, then you are. Well, I believe it today. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. You can go to a lot of evangelistic meetings. You can go through a lot of churches. That, but but you, you need to get under a teacher. What happened to me when I was very young, 1973, 74, when I got saved, that I sat under John Osteen, which was a teacher, a preacher, and, and he was full of the Holy Spirit and all that. But he, was, but he always said, I'm a teacher. And I teach you. About, and, and so I learned from a teacher who I am in Christ. And, 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 and I've never backslid since 1972, and I don't plan to backslid. You know, I don't even like that word. You know, how can I backslid when I got Jesus in me? You know? So, but I'm teaching you tonight, uh, so take notes, you know, and invite people, man, and, and share this video. I think it's on video with your friends, because you, that's a witness. There's somebody out there that's trying to find something for themselves. They're, hope, they're hoping, and they only hope, but that, but. But then when, when that faith leads them to where the, where the substance, the, their hope found the substance, wow, it's a complete change. You know, it touched me uh, Sunday night, you know, when I, I saw Esteban over there uh, he, dancing in the aisle. But he wasn't just dancing on the aisle, he was dancing, you know. I mean, I'm not talking about just like this, you know. No, man, he was like kicking his legs up and... I said, whoa, what is, you know, and, and, and when, when he first came, I don't know their history, but when he first came, he was like, like a macho man sitting there, you know, uh, and he didn't smile, you know, he didn't, I mean, he didn't talk to me for a long time. I passed by, you know, and he just looked at me, and, and now, you know, he gives me, every time he sees me, he smiles, he comes up front to say bye to me, and, and he's a different man. It's a man full of God, you know. Esteban, come in real quick, you know. I mean, I mean, this, uh, this, this is a change that God does in people. How, do you, how did you do that dance? That's what I'm talking about. That's not the same man that I, that I saw. Uh, well, just uh, what happened? What happened to you? All of a sudden, you became different. <laughs> Who want to kind of push me into it? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody, a lot of people knows that I got in trouble with the law before and before and before. And uh, uh, <laughs> my wife started coming to church and, you know, started praying for me because I didn't want to come in. So finally I decided to come in and, and like the pastor said, sit there and my mind was somewhere else. Out of the blue, God is so good. So he kind of, hey, wake up, open your eyes. Mate, from right there, things start changing, and and I feel every time I come here, I'm ready to come and ready to dance. <laughs> and uh, it's so good because it's, the feeling is different. Even though when I was, well, everybody knows that when we're out there in the world drinking and other stuff, you're in front of a lot of people and, and doing crazy stuff. Do you don't even remember the next day? But hey, you still like, oh, I was doing so good, so why not doing it down here? Yeah. The house of the Lord, you know. That's why, and I, I tell people when I, I, when I see them out there, some of my friends, and a lot of them that don't call me no more. <laughs> but man, that's fine. God is blocking me out, and, you know, it's fine. The ones that want to come, hey, I tell them, you're more than welcome. The house is open. My house is open. This house is open. So... I'm ready to dance tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, you know, love changes you. Yeah. 
I mean, it totally blew me away uh, Sunday night. I, I was over there, and I was like, what? You know. Are you ready to learn? Get your notebooks, papers out, and let the teacher teach. Hallelujah. Man. How many here tonight have made Jesus the Lord of your life? If you made Jesus the Lord of your life, then Jesus is your king. Lord, that's what, Lord, it's your king, you know. And, and, and so the title of tonight, if you want to put a title to the, to the teaching, is Know Your King. So let open your Bibles to Ephesians 1, 19, and we will read from 19 to 21 in the NLT. I hope you got the NLT. Hallelujah. So my question is, do you know your king? See, a lot of people don't know their king. They just know Church, they know, they know religion, they know denominations. I mean, if you went, even my little friend that testified a while ago, at the end, after I prayed for him, what did you see? You know, I was a Catholic all my life. And when people try to witness to me, they come knock on the door. I said, I can't hear you, I'm a Catholic. They come knock on the door, talk, talk about Jesus, right? To pass out things. And, I, and I, I, would, I would slam the door. No, I'm a Catholic. Sorry. Like, what? Is that, it's how dumb. I said that. What, well, what does Catholic have to do with God, with, with somebody telling you about Jesus? That makes Catholic higher than, than Jesus? You know? It's a, it's, it's a denomination. It's demonic, you know? So we got Ephesians also. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power, verse 20, that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in a place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly places, heavenly realms. Verse 21, now, everybody say now. He is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader of anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. That is our king. That is who we serve. Let's digest that, what we just heard. Digest it. Let it get in you. Paul said, I pray that you will understand. See, lack of understanding keeps you where you were today, keeps you the same as always, and keeps you broke, keeps you sick. Lack of understanding. Most religious, religious uh, churchgoers uh, of various denominations do not take, the, you know, they have, the, they have the, the knowledge of their religion and, and but they don't understand who they really serve. You know, I told you what happened to me as a Catholic. I didn't, I didn't understand. How, you know, how can I put Catholics in my religion on top of the, the one that says he's above every ruler, everything that in this world, above him? We must understand. Say, I must understand what we have as citizens of our kingdom. So we, when we get born again, we get saved, we get him to live in us, we, we, we become citizens of the kingdom of heaven, but what's the use being a kingdom citizen? You don't understand what, what, what the, you, the power you have as a kingdom citizen. I mean, you, you, you're in America, if you don't understand your rights, you know, you, you might as well live in Mexico. You, you have to understand your rights of the citizen. Understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us. The word incredible, great, not just great, the incredible greatness of his power for us. For who? For us. And it says for us who believe. So the word believe is the key. We must believe that he is God. What's the use accepting him as your Lord if you don't believe? 
That same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. Us. How can we not be perfect? See, condemnation comes to us because we've been trained to use our brain and not our heart. And people say, no, how dare you? How dare you say you're perfect? Nobody's perfect. Well, no, who told you? If the power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me, then I don't know how much more perfect I can become. That's why when, when some people lay hands on the sick, the sick recovers. And when other people lay hands on you, you they can rub your head till you bald headed and nothing happens. <laughs> because they think they're not perfect. But if I know that person laying hands on me thinks they're not perfect, I don't want them to lay hands on me. But if I look at a person's eyes and that person says that he's full of God and, and the power that raised Christ from the dead was in him, then, uh, then, then pray for me. Give me some of that power. Hmm. Then he tells us where, our, where, where Jesus dwells now. Now. He's seated in a high place of honor at God's right hand. Think about that. He is not here. You are here. He is seated at the right hand of honor. He didn't have to be here because he put it in us. Man, somebody's getting it. He's not here fighting the devil for you. You're not best said, Jesus, fight the devil for me, you know? No. He's already defeated him. That's why he's sitting at the right hand of the, uh, of the majesty on high. And watch and see what you're doing. So he's not here, no. He has already, say already, done all that it will take for us to live in total victory. Say total victory. total victory. Here on earth. He's done everything that he could do for us to live in total victory here on earth. But what keeps us defeated is lack of knowledge. And not only lack of knowledge, lack of faith. And if you, if you, if you, don't, you think you don't have enough faith, then sit another teacher Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, like here. Pastor Sandy and I, man, we, we teach... Pure, 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 undeterred word of God. And, and if you sit under a t-shirt like that, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and any the other night that they have a, a, a Bible thing, your faith grows to the point that, oh, I, I believe, I believe, man, I believe, you know. Because it doesn't come sitting watching television. Especially in this day. Cut the TV off. I don't think Martha and I have watched a program and a couple of years of any kind. You know, sometimes, you know, we sit down, when we, we, I just sit down and study or, or take a nap. I, I've enjoyed lately just taking naps, you know. <laughs> and I get home, I get home, and even if it's five o'clock or four o'clock, whatever, and I tell Martha, you know, my best time now here lately has been sitting in the sofa with you and uh, just knocking out, just resting. She sits there, rubs my feet, and I'm, you know, that is a, that's been a great time of my life the last year or two that, that I do that, you know. I can't wait to get home just to sit there and just take a little nap, you know. I mean, I don't know. When you get older, I guess that's the way you do. But, you know, I don't. Uh, uh, so, some people, some people like, you know, and I used to be like that, you know. We go to movies. We go to, you know, we watch programs. You know? It's like you're taking the place of, 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 of what you should be really meditating on. Because when you just sit down, not taking that, but you're acting like you're taking that, you're daydreaming about Jesus. And you're thinking about the Bible's verses and, and how he can give, it, give you more information, you know. Hallelujah. Hmm. When you know who you are in him. Hallelujah. We'll never be the same. Turn to Colossians 2.15 in the King James. Colossians 2.15 in the King James. 
When you get there, tell, tell me I'm there. Hallelujah. If you don't have a Bible, you can't be there. No. <laughs> and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphant over them in it. In the Amplified, in the Amplified uh, it says, God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display, a public example of them, and triumphant over them in, in him and in it, the cross. You underline the word ranged. Principalities and powers that were ranged, and then find out, you know, pick out the word, what does that actually mean? What did that mean? You know, most people... You know, unless you're really educated, might not know that what that meant in there. You know, in here, uh, principles and powers that were ranged. Well, it's, it's the simple word like range. Most don't know the word, but you need to understand the Bible. You need to know every word, right? So, so range is is a uh, is is they line up they they line up against us. All the principles of power were lined up against us, and we were a target like in a, like in a firing range. They were all, you know, they lined up, and we were their target. They just want to get rid of all of us. We were the range. But he made a bold display of them, took them away from us. In the message, it reads, uh, he, he stripped all spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority. Sham authority. See? They confuse you. They think that they have authority. People are afraid of the devil. Why are you afraid of the devil? He's already defeated. It's, it's, it's like being afraid of a poisonous snake that, that doesn't have any poison anymore. He doesn't have that thing that bites you anymore. They took it out. And, he, and he's nothing. He's just a rubber thing, you know, walking, you know. <laughs> he's nothing. Pick it up, you know. But people are afraid, you know, like, oh, you know, that, what, what? the devil can't do nothing to you. He stripped all of the spiritual tyrants in the universe, of all of them. There's, and, 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 you know, and openly show their sham authority at the cross. And he marched them naked through the streets. Sham authority. That means trickery or hoax or cheap falseness, hypocrisy, counterfeit. We've been afraid of nothing that could hurt us because, because he, the, he, he, he counterfeited, you know. He, he made people in the world think that he, no, the devil, you know, the, the, the evil, the, no, they never get. Jesus corrected all of that at the cross. He, 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 marked, he marked their imposters and, and, and his demons naked. He marched all those imposters and his demons naked through the streets. Now, this is in the spirit world, you know. Have you ever heard the term, the naked truth? <laughs> That's what happened, man. He took, the, he took, he threw the clothes, make him naked and march him down the street as saying they're nothing. And that's the naked truth. You, you and I need to know that our king paralyzed our enemy. That's when you go to and get the knowledge of God. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Once you get the knowledge, man, you walk out of this church tonight, man, I'm a total victorious person, and I ain't letting nothing tell me I'm not. I'm, I'm, over, I'm on top of circumstances, not under. Now turn to Ephesians 6, 12 in the King James. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual uh, uh, wickedness in high places. If we did not know better, we would think, man, I, I, I have to fight rulers and powers of darkness. Am I ready for this? Huh. You have to think in eternal thoughts or think spiritual, not physical. When we face sickness or disease or, or, or suicidal thoughts, 
lust, anger, unforgiveness, where there is isn't in us or in others that we are uh, ministering to, that we're trying to help, those are the principalities and powers that, we, that are demonic. He's talking about, he's talking about those demons uh, sent, sent from hell, those, those things that make you think that you're fighting this, but you're really not. You're, you, he, Jesus already took all that. You don't have to accept it. Now that you know, those principalities and powers that, that we wrestle against are the same ones that our king overcame. He spoiled. He paralyzed him. He put them to nothing, which means reduced to nothing. Are we going to believe him or believe that this, this sham principalities and powers that think they're powerful? No, we're going to believe our Lord Jesus. That's who our God is. That's who our Lord is. That's who our king is. That's why we can and should lay hands on the sick and cast out demons from those that are, that are, that are, that are oppressed or even possessed by the devil. They don't matter whether they're possessed or oppressed. We should be laying hands on them and cast them out. We, who, who are we? The church. The ones that know better. The ones that know who they are in Christ. Not just anybody. Because if the devil laugh at you, who are you? I know Jesus. I know God, but who are you? See? I mean, you don't even know yourself. And so he puts condemnation on you, and then you go home condemned. No, I am, I am Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I have all power that has been given up to me. And you have no power over us. In Jesus' name, turn them loose. That name that is above every name. Hmm. That's why we can and we should lay hands on the sick. And watch the devil come out from people that are possessed. We can as children of the kingdom. Say, I can. And I will. We should go out and lead those that are lost and spiritually dead to our heavenly kingdom. That's our job. We should be doing it, and we're doing it here in this church. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir, but, but this goes out. People need to hear this and say, man, I got to change churches, you know. I ain't never heard this kind of teaching before. You know? <laughs> Go out and win the loss at every cost. The lost, the ones that never heard, they are the ones that are they, they are the ones that are that are that have been deceived by a powerless level. Can you imagine that? A powerless devil that, that has them uh, convicted that he is this big bad ruler of darkness. We can and we should get mad at that at that deceiver. And set those captives free. Everyone on this church is a, is a person that can set a captive free. Everyone that's sitting here that's born again, full of the Holy Spirit, and you made a confession that he is your king, you can and you should go out and deliver those that are, that are bound by this imaginary devil that might think that he has power over them. So we to give them information. Information is what people need, you know. And then what do they tell you when you give them information? Oh, I didn't know that. You know, man, that's good to know. You know, you, I'm finding out things I didn't know, you know. So listen closely. Are you listening? Everything that Jesus did in defeating all the demons of hell is wrapped up in his name. Everything that he did and defeated all the demons in hell is wrapped up in his name. And you have that name. He gave you the name. And he said, use the name. In my name, you shall cast out devils. Read everything in the word. It says, in my name. You can ask whatever you want and I will do it. In my name. So you're not, you're not doing it in your name. You're doing it in his name. He gave you the right to use his name. You got the power of attorney. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
given to you by the, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Every demon of hell is wrapped up in his name. And that name belongs to you, to us. When we were that, when we were the, uh, when, when we use that name, all the powers of heavens back it up. Every power that God has sitting at the right hand of the Most High. Did you hear that? He used my name. That has to happen. You have to know. You have to believe. Are you listening to me? We're married to our king. We are his bride. And we took on his name. Always tell everyone. I tell everyone that when, that, that when Martha asked me to marry her, nobody said nothing. <laughs> I did. And she took my name. I'm just kidding. I asked her to marry me. <laughs> and I was surprised that she said yes. I almost passed out. I said, huh? <laughs> I should have seen her then, 1970, whatever that was, and nine, 79. Walks in. We're talking about that on the way here. Man, what a miracle. Walked in St. Joseph's Hospital, and I was an x-ray tech there at that time. And she was looking for a job, but they gave her that, the, the, they gave her that address, but no, another address, but she missed it. She couldn't find it and came in there by mistake. But it wasn't no mistake, right? Because she said, well, we have a job opening here. So and that was the beginning. Hallelujah. An angel from heaven just arrived. See how much God loves you? You know, he takes over. I was born again then. I had been born again in 73. She came in in 79. And, uh, and I, was, I was preaching. She can tell you. I mean, I was preaching to everybody that heard me. And St. Joe's, all the nurses. Everybody knew who I was. They still know. They know I preach, I preach at a church. They know, you know, I mean, I, I spend a lot of my time at Vital Heart, Heart in Vain right there. Number one, uh, Dr. Ganim's office, you know. I go there almost every day. And uh, he's always, how's the church? He's going to come. I keep inviting him. You need to come. Come and see what's going on, you know. So, because I never stop preaching. If, if people see you every day, but they don't know who you really are, it's because you don't, re you don't really don't know who your king is. Hmm. But he's a rewarder. I mean, it took about five years since I got saved when he sent Martha to me, but he, that's a reward. My reward just walked in. He'll never forget he, what he said. He's a rewarder. Every one of you, he's going to reward you because you're diligently coming every service seeking him. And so he's going to reward you. Watch out. When the reward comes, you'll know because it's going to be different than any other reward he gave you. Can you see how it works? <laughs> the devil has fought hard in order to keep the world ignorant. He wants to keep people ignorant and he puts condemnation on you. You know, like backslide. You know, he blames you, you know. But recent back people backslide because they lose the fervent fire of the Holy Ghost. But that's because they maybe were, were under teachers or, or under preachers that weren't on fire for God. But here, how can you backslide in this church, man, when they keep you fired up every service, you know? I mean, we're going to even baptize in freezing cold water, you know? When we stepped in the water, it gets hot. Man, the devil has fought hard to keep you ignorant. He doesn't want us to know. When you finally know and understand what Jesus accomplished when he died and rose again on that, on that resurrection morning, when you know, say when you know. When you know. That's the key. When you know. 
A lot of people know as a story, but when you really know the reason that all this happened, it's not a story. It's true, true life, you know. When you, when you finally get what Jesus said, turn to Luke 13, 11 in, in, in the New Living NLT. Uh, Luke 13, 11 and 12. He saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She said she she had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Luke 13:16. This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released, even on a Sabbath? In the message, 1360s, but Jesus shot back, You frauds, each Sabbath, every one of you regularly unites your cow, I mean, Unties your cow or donkey from the stall, leads it out for water, and thinks nothing of it. So why is it all right for me to untie this daughter of Abraham and lead her from the stall where Satan has had her tied for 18 years? See how hypocritical the world is? Rules, and that's what religion is. Rules and regulations and, and, and do this and do that, you know. Kneel here and kneel there. Hit your chest once here and once there. What does that got to do with anything? I mean, we, we got to get, get wisdom in us and start just what Jesus said. But you untie your animals on the Sabbath, but I can't untie this woman? Man. When you finally get... What Jesus said gets in your heart. All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go you therefore. He's telling you that. All authority is given unto me now. Go you therefore. That's an order. Go you therefore. When you know, you will go. I said, when you know, you will go. When will we go? When we know. Remember Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed because they can't, they don't know. Let, let's read Colossians 1, 13. God rescued us from dead-end alleys and dark dungeons. He set us up in the kingdom of, of his son. He loves, you know, he loves so much, you know. And the King James is reached like this. He delivered us from the power of darkness. He delivered us from the power of darkness. He's not going to deliver you when you come up to the altar. He's not going to deliver you when you pray. He delivered you already. One of the reasons that it's important to come up to the altar and let the pastor pray for you or the teacher pray for you, or the one full of the Holy Ghost to pray for you, is so the Holy Spirit can come in you. And once the Holy Spirit's in you, nothing can touch you. You can't touch this. You start singing that song at night, you can't touch this. Because I got the Holy Ghost in me. Because you can sit in church all your life and you don't have nobody lay hands on you to so receive the Holy Ghost, you're still powerless. But knowledge mixed with the power of the Holy Ghost, that's what's going to turn you. That's when you're going to go. In the King James, it reads like this. He delivered us from the power of darkness. That means the power and authority of Satan. Are you listening? Satan has no authority or dominate. He can't dominate the church or, or the church. No authority on the church. On the other hand, if you have never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you're still under the control of the ruler of this world. 
That's the only way that he got you because you, you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life. This teaching is who is my king, who is my Lord. So after you come and make him the publicly, I make Jesus the Lord of my life. Then he's your king. And now you got to know what, what, what he tells you to do and who is the king. What, what, what rights do you have? And when you understand the rights, you walk in victory. You're not under this, this world. The fake ruler of this world. He's a liar and a fake. He has the unsaved person and sometimes the born-again saved person too. Under the, under the idea that, they are, that they're not worthy of their sin. They're not worthy because of their sin. That's the only thing he can put on you. You're not worthy. You're not perfect. And you walk around with that attitude, man. Is, is he got you. No, you are worthy. Amen. Condemnation is his tool. So don't believe that lie. Let's read 1 Corinthians 2.6 in the King James. How be it? How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the nor the princes of this world that come to nothing. In the Moffat translation, it reads, we do discuss wisdom with those who are mature. Only it is not wisdom of this world or of the dethroned powers who rule this world. Okay, we read where, where, where Jesus spoiled principalities and powers and he made a, them, a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. So let me ask you a question. If Jesus did all that, if Jesus did all this, why then is the devil, de uh, is the devil depressing, oppressing, putting sickness or demons and everything else that is of the devil? Ruling so many Christians and even churches. Why? Listen, here, here's a... Here's a simple answer. That's why you need a notebook. It is because they do not know what belongs to them. They take the name of Jesus like you would take a good, uh, a good luck charm, like carrying a rabbit's foot, or, or maybe if they, if they go to church, God will keep them safe. Maybe this or maybe that. Maybe if we give uh, at church, or maybe if we uh, are good people, God will see to it. That the devil leaves us alone. No, no, no. We need to know the power of darkness, which includes poverty, sickness, disease, lack. Those, those powers have been dethroned. They are not going to be dethroned. They are been dethroned already. Now, today. Are you listening? Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Look what Jesus said to us who believe in John 14, 12. And it's, I'm reading the message. Believe me, I am in the Father, and my Father is in me. If you can't believe that, believe what you see. This works. The person who trusts me will not only do what I'm doing, but even greater things because I on my way to the Father. I am giving you the same work to do that I've been doing. You can count on it. From now on, whatever you request along the lines of who I am and what I'm doing, I'll do it. Whatever. Whatever you request, I'll do it. See, underline that. Write it down. He said he would do it. That's how the Father will be seen for who, is in, who, for who is in the Son. I mean it. Whatever you request in this way, I will do it. Hmm. Confess after me this. The name of Jesus belongs to me. In the, 
In the name of Jesus. I have authority over demons. I refuse to be dominated by any demonic or any, any demons. In the name of Jesus. Satan. I break your power over my spirit, my soul, and my body. I proclaim my deliverance and victory. Today. Oh, hallelujah. I covered five points that stand up to, to what I taught you tonight. Ephesians 1.19. We need to understand the first point. The incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. And, 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 how, many, and how many of you understand that? It takes incredible greatness to raise the dead. Number two, point number two, the Bible tells us that the same power dwells in us. Hmm. I know that's hard to believe, but the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. That's why you can, you can pray for people, bring them to born again. They, they can come in dead, and after you... You lead them into the Lord's Prayer, they become alive. You just raise the dead. Hmm. Point number three. We learned that Jesus is in heaven sitting in a place of honor at the right hand of God. Once you learn that, you don't, you don't, he's not here, you're here. He's already done all that and filled you with him in you. Point number four, Jesus spoiled, disarmed, stripped, reduced to nothing, paralyzed principalities and powers, rulers and darkness. Some call them demons, devils, angels of darkness. He dethroned them. And then point number five, we learned that in Ephesians 6, 12, the principalities and the powers that we wrestle against, the spiritual weaknesses in high places that Paul warns us against, or the same ones that Jesus reduced to nothing. They are paralyzed. And all we have to do as children of God is command them to go. Not only from us, but we can cast them out of other people. Hmm. That point number five is a great point. And I, ho and I hope we all got it. Did you get it? Man, that, that story of that crippled lady for 18 years, and he untied her, took her out of her stall to be healed and walk, but he did it on the Sabbath day, and that you need to believe, that's the world's rules and regulations. You don't do it on the Sabbath day, but yet they take their mules and horses and all that out and, and walk them around on the Sabbath day. <laughs> Who got something tonight? Yeah. Hallelujah. If you didn't, I did. I'm going to leave happy. Now, here's the thing. You heard about faith. You heard testimonies. And you heard that, uh, you know, faith opens the door to everything. And when you come and you have hope in your heart, what is that thing that, 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 that the Bible says in faith that, that happens to those that hope? That one word that I want you to... Hmm? Hallelujah. I'm going to wait till you remember because it was important. You wrote notes, right?
Substance. Who says substance? Okay, substance, yeah. All right. Because this is a substance that we hope for. So, so when you go, you, what is the substance that you want to see, you know, that you can't really see with your eyes, but it's a substance. And, and he gives you the substance that you were hoping for. So you said, well, man, tonight I got the substance. The substance was I was looking for a healing. I was looking for a, a knowledge on how to become a little wiser or, or you know, I, I want to change my, my life, you know. But this is a substance that I hope for, and he gave it to me. So if you came tonight believing for a substance and you got it, we can confirm it up here like, like we said. Or if you came and you need a healing, come up here. But first of all, if you know, if you've never been born again, if you never made Jesus the Lord of your life, then you need to get that done today, because that's the first thing. That's the first step. And then, if you've never been touched by the Holy Spirit and you don't understand that you are full of the Holy Spirit, then that's the second important, most important thing to do: is get full of the Holy Spirit. And then, third, we can. If you're a child of God, you should be. You should be healed. And if you want. Uh, to agree with us on that part and we'll, we'll lay hands on you to be healed.